Welcome to Tech News of the Week with your host, three-time Midwest Pie Maker of the Year, Apple Divine. Welcome to Newsweek of Tech Shorts. Short Newsweeks? Week Tech Shorts. I'm Ron Burgundy. Nope. No, wait, that's not it. I'm Ned. With me is Chris. Let's talk about some tech garbage. Let's do that. All right. For those who missed it last week, we are splitting the big old episode into the main article that drops on Tuesday and tech news of the week that drops on Thursday. That's today. At least that's the idea for now. If you have feelings about this, you could let us know on Twitter, LinkedIn, or email info at chaoslever.com. Now let's get back to that tech garbage that floated downstream into our eyeball receptacles this week. When you say it that way, it sounds gross. It always is. Broadcom moves one step closer to broad where? VMcom? Broad VM. Whatever. Not not better. <laughs> the EU commission overseeing the intended acquisition of VMware by Broadcom has given the green light. The $61 billion acquisition appears to be lumbering forward after the EU commission extracted promises from Broadcom that it wouldn't use its newfound leverage to stymie competition in the marketplace. <laughs> Cute. At least not overtly. The primary concern and concession was over the red hot market that is fiber channel HBAs. Now I know you're thinking, wait. Didn't we ditch Fiber Channel like a decade ago for iSCSI and HCI? Apparently not. 64 gig Fiber Channel is like a thing. And since Marvell is the only serious competitor to Broadcom's near monopoly on Fiber Channel HBAs, the EU won a promise from Broadcom that they would continue to supply the code for certifying Fiber Channel host bus adapters with VMware's API to any interested parties like Marvell for the foreseeable future. The stagnant fiber channel market is hardly an area of concern to Broadcom, so I'm sure they're breathing a sigh of relief that it wasn't something more contentious. Now they just need to get backing from the UK and the US investigations to finally seal the deal. I remember HBAs. Yeah, they were fun. And I say fun, but I don't mean it. <laughs> Not at all. Do you have the right HBA drivers on your ISO image? I hope you do. Oh. Watch this computer crash for absolutely no known reason. <laughs> I get to see a purple screen. Isn't that pleasant? No. <sighs> Microsoft's acquisition of Activision is finally, finally, probably, I think, happening. Yay? Yeah, I don't actually care about this all that much because I am old and sad and don't play games anymore. <laughs> but the long lamented and strongly argued over merger seems like it's finally going to happen. Microsoft will be able to absorb Activision. Yay. Yay. To me, this seems like it still is an incredibly short-sighted idea, as the only thing of import that Activision has going for it is Call of Duty. Ouch. A series that has flatlined over the past years because innovation aside, well, actually, leaving the innovation to the side has been the problem for years. Zing. Now, Microsoft, in order to get this past regulators, did sign a deal that would guarantee Call of Duty will be on PlayStation for at least the next 10 years. 
so we can all look forward to shooting each other online on every platform. Fun. Fun. I kind of think this is going to end up being a failure for Microsoft, but only time will tell. If it continues the trend of breaking game homogeny, though, that would be a major win for consumers. Just put all the games out on all the platforms. It Let's would, just do that. It would be nice. Though I have to say, I recently purchased a PS5 and have started playing games again. They're pretty good. <laughs> of course, my my point of reference <laughs> was the PS3. So it's been a minute. <laughs> but they're real pretty I now. I, had a, I think I had a PS2 and then I had an Xbox. And then that became the Xbox 360. And then like the Xbox S1 or something. Well, then know. they got really dumb. Yeah, they're not. They're naming just they got terrible, awful even. Moving on, Influx DB deletes data too soon. Thinks people read their emails. <laughs> Let's be honest. There's probably a dozen or so vendor emails that you get every week, and you routinely do one of three things: leave them unread with every intention of getting back to them you know, after your coffee break, shunt them into a folder that is never viewed and causes you stress because of the ever-growing number of unread items it contains, or delete on-site from your inbox and your mind. If InfluxDB was one of those vendors, then you may have woken up on July 1st to discover your data was gone. <gasps> the Time Series Database as a Service company had determined that for economic reasons, it was going to discontinue service in two regions, AWS Sydney and GCP Belgium. Belgium, man. Belgium. It tried to notify existing customers via email, documentation, website notifications, and sales outreach. Apparently, not everyone got the message. After shutting down the two regions, they were inundated with folks being like, WTF. Even worse, while some data is recoverable in the GCP region, the AWS data are gone for good. Yeah, it's one thing to pull the plug on a service and see who screams. It's quite another to also delete all the data. One would think that InfluxDB would be able to see, I don't know, like active customer traffic to those regions and maybe reach out to those customers to assist in migration. But you got to admire the chutzpah of the hard delete on customer data. Unless, of course, you're one of those impacted customers. Yeah, that, that, that was a choice. <laughs> a really weird choice. And the CEO initially was super defensive about it. And then someone was like, um, bro, we fucked up. <laughs> this was a us oopsie. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. I, I, the thing I can't fathom is, like, it's your service. You can see the usage metrics. How do you not know that people are still using the region? <laughs> right. Any hoozle. Hey, nothing like burning down all the trust anyone has in your company. And speaking of, wow, <laughs> worthless coward Elon Musk thinks yet another company is somehow a good idea. <sighs> Wait, whoa, did I, did I say worthless coward? You that might was have. A, that was a weird slip of the tongue. What I meant to say was incompetent ninny. Better. Incompetent ninny Elon Musk announced this week that he is starting 
XAI as a competitor to GPT. <sighs> Reminder, Elon was actually on the board of OpenAI way back when and left it after he lost a power struggle in what can only be described as a brisk and embarrassing fashion. This new company has a mission to, quote, understand the true nature of the universe, which is one, I guess, noble, two, kind of a deeply philosophical question that doesn't necessarily require computers, and three, is not going to make any money, which is in line with all of Elon's other ventures that don't include government funding. I guess what I'm saying is I really don't like Elon Musk. What was the question again? I don't think there was a question, but truer, truer statements have never been said. If you really enjoy reading through his broken promises, there's a website called elonsbrokenpromises.com. You just go there and see all the things that he said and then not done. <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> oh, well, let's not harp on that too much because it makes me sad. Instead, let's wrap it up. That'll do it for thursday's tech news of the week we'll be back next week with some thoughtful analysis of whatever dross is dripped from the tech imps see you then <laughs> <laughs>